0: Four. I'm, I'm going to be alive.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Championship Leadership Podcast. And today we are excited. We have Karen Briscoe from the DMV. And no, that is not the Department of Motor Vehicles. That is from uh, the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. She is a mega agent, team of three producing over 100 million in production, which is incredible. Also the creator and author of the 5-Minute Success Series in Concepts. Excuse me. So, I'm I'm excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day, and world to be here. Thank you, Karen.
2: Oh, absolutely, Nate. Anytime we can talk about championship and leadership all in one place, I'm in.
1: That's right. That's right. So let's let's do that. What does championship leadership mean to you when you hear it?
2: So I'm kind of nerdy. I did the whole look it up and
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: because I really wanted prepared, to prepare about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm a preparation person. So championship according to the dictionary that I pulled out that really resonates for me is a high level of competition.
1: Mm, Yes.
2: And I also look at that as performance. Competition could be, you know, with yourself, right? So like I remember when our children were in the swim team and it was, you know, highest and best, you know, you were always trying to improve your personal best. And so the competition could be with yourself. And then leadership is... Defined as the art of moving a group of people to act towards a common goal. So there could be the organic natural leadership where people, they rise to the occasion. They may not have the title, but they exhibit the traits of someone who can help groups of people yeah. move towards a goal. And so championship leadership is doing that at a high level. Mm-hmm. And that really resonates with me. And I also, I have discovered that leading others really starts first with leading myself, right?
1: Yeah, totally. totally. Yeah,
2: So, yeah. you know, the rising tide raises all boats as I rise as a leader in my level of championship and performance than other people around me. It, it becomes more natural and organic. Yeah. And so I I really love this question and I love the, the title of your podcast yeah, because it you. really did help me to discern what that meant to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it. You are the very first one to come prepared with the dictionary open and, and ready to roll. Like uh, I love the, I love the preparation and the, and the homework that you did. I had a ahead of time. And it's, uh, it's always fun because I always get a different answer no matter what, which is pretty incredible with all the amazing people like yourself that I've had the honor of having on this show. So thank you.
2: Well, it's, it's um, I think that people's different definitions come from their autobiographical nature of yeah. themselves. And I yeah, find that to be much. what's so interesting about being a podcaster, right? Because <laughs> you're basically asking the same questions, but different people review, view it and respond to it differently. So yeah, that's what makes the conversations more interesting. If everybody said the same thing, it would, it would, yeah,
1: it would be boring, right? Yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. So, well, you know, let's, let's, let's hear more about you and, and your story and how you became the mega agent that you are today and the, the, the creator and author of the five minute success series. I, I imagine it didn't start out like that day one or, or did it?
2: Oh, no, it was it's definitely a journey, it's okay. a success journey, right, with a lot of opportunities along the way yeah. to learn, grow, and become better than before. I was primary the primary person for raising our children. My husband's career in D.C. required a lot of travel, and and I'm glad and blessed that I was able to do that. At the same time, it wasn't really my, my gig. I uh, felt like I was a business person at heart. I did commercial real estate before getting married. And so we the commercial real estate space in, in 2001, when our children were reaching an age where I felt like they didn't need me anymore. They were in middle school years. Why I thought that was, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably, well, that was really <laughs> recognized that I, I was missing a few aspects to, to child rearing or parenting. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to work for Nextel and I had the sales and engineering warehouse client um, customer base. And that, to me, very quickly, I found to be extremely boring. I was like, well, once you've done one sales and engineering warehouse office at sale they all look alike. <laughs> and the, the attorneys did all the negotiating. And so, when the dot-com bust happened, I had an opportunity to look around. And that's why I said this, this journey is, you know, there was as many valleys as there were peaks, but the valleys yeah, yeah. were very opportunity great opportunities to learn and grow and someone said well why don't you do residential and i have to say that the commercial residential people don't usually mix but the what i found is on the residential side the the commercial side is very what they call the hard side it's negotiations it's market knowledge it's strategy and the soft side are the relationships they're the people and helping people through transition and moving is one of the highest cases of on the stressometer is what I call it, you know. It almost uh, a lot of life events involve moving that are also stressful. Uh, death and divorce are the top two um, that we see, and then but we have other life events like diapers, right? Well, yeah, that's right. positive and stressful at the same time, right? Having <laughs> yeah, children. Yeah. A downsizing is stressful. I mean, we've got a silver tsunami of people that are reaching the mature levels of over 50, 10,000 people a day turned 65 in the United States. So I found that being in relationship with people, while at the same time having these strong, hard skills, I became successful really fast. And that's a good thing, right? And, and yeah. success when uh, oftentimes other people, when they recognize that a rising star then they want to go into business with them. And so Mm. one of the top agents in the Northern Virginia area, she was number 10 in the nation at the time, asked me to join her as a junior partner. And then uh, sadly she passed away in 08. Well, she passed Mm. away the same month the financial markets crashed. (laughs) And it was a very challenging time. It was a very challenging time. A lot of people left the business, right? Yeah. But at the same time, losing my business partner and rebuilding a business was was definitely high on the challenge. So I set about to rebuild and in the next year, Lizzie Conroy joined me as a business partner and she's demographically the next generation down, which is great for succession planning, right? Yeah. And having a partner to work with, I really re- resonates with me. I perform better in partnership and Mm-hmm. And so over the next few years, we set about, you know, recovering, the market recovered and, and our business started to grow. And, and again, kind of success leaves clues. People kept saying, well, how did you do it?
1: Yeah, of course. Because right?
2: <laughs> nobody else had done that, yeah. right? Had made
1: yeah.
2: that kind of transition in yeah. such a challenging time. And yeah. so I started doing coaching and training and mentoring. And I use stories, and I call them sticky because they're more memorable with a story. Mm-hmm. I mean, If you think about it, if you read or if you have a training that's very information heavy, then it, it can be kind of dry and boring, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, inspirational type training or reading can be a little fluffy, yeah. but maybe not have enough substance. So yeah. I, I would use both. I would combine the substance with the story that would make it get sticky and memorable. I say like peanut butter and chocolate, right? So yeah. <laughs> it's better together.
1: It. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and people remembered them. And, and that's really a key aspect to training and coaching and reading is if you don't remember it when you need it, I mean, recall when you can use the concept is, is the most, one of the most important things. And so that led to me having a voice in the marketplace. I started writing a blog in 2009, which blogs really a very new cutting edge, you know, and and the blog started really gaining a lot of attention, which then led to people saying that I should write a book, and there are lots of real estate books, and there's a lot of books, period, self-help books, instructional books, motivational books. I wanted to do something different, and back to the people that I was coaching and training, what I heard over and over again is they felt like they never had enough time.
1: Yes, yeah.
2: And I said, well, do you have five minutes a day? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody said they had five minutes a day. So yeah. that's what would birth the idea of the five minutes a day concept.
0: Okay. Great. And
2: now that it's several years old, I've recognized the power in the starting small and building up and how mm-hmm. that can have such an impact.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh thank you. Thank you. That's it's a powerful story. And uh you're so right. Yeah, stories are uh stories if told well are uh, really impactful and uh that's what really draws people in. And uh that's where I think a lot of th- a lot of things can be really learned. So, thank you for that. And who are some of the people inside of your life that have really, you know, leaders, coaches, mentors? that you've learned from directly or indirectly, and, and really more importantly, like what are some of the things that you've taken from each one of those to help kind of mold you into who you are, the leader you are in your industry, and the path that you're on today?
2: Well, when I set out to write the book, I, have, first of all, kind had a limiting belief, which I think we're going to talk about in a minute. So I'll save that story. But I started reaching out to people I knew who had written books because one of the Tenets of my success is success leaves clues. Other people have done this before. I really want to learn what they have to share. And I reached out to Pat Hyben, who has Real Estate Rockstars podcast. And I was talking with him about his book and his process. And he said, when I told him my idea. He said, you've got to talk to Hal Elrod. And I'm like, who's Hal Elrod? Okay. Yeah. And Hal Elrod is the author and creator of The Miracle Morning.
1: Yep. Right.
2: And I set about to... Try to meet Hal Elrod. Well, that wasn't as easy as I yeah, thought I was it would be. It. Yeah, was going to say Yeah, because he's got him a big wig. Yeah. Uh, so it turned out that somebody was going to be a, a Cutco. He's a, a former Cutco um, yeah. salesperson. One of the local Cutco reps was going to be having him in town, but it was the weekend I was going to be gone to a family wedding. And I'm like, okay. But then he was going to be speaking a little ways away, but still within driving distance the day I got back. So yeah. I committed to, you know, miracle morning, get up really early and be the first one there. Awesome. And I was, and I yeah. immediately went to Hal and I said, you know, I'm Karen Briscoe. I was, Pat Hyman suggested I get to know you. And I told him about my book idea and he immediately hugged me and he said, yeah, of course I'll, Endorse your book, and I'm like, wow, that was easy. <laughs> it's not usually that easy, but this. All you got to do <laughs> is
1: ask, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: I was just like blown <laughs> away, and so uh, I had the opportunity to autograph books with him, and it was Very a cool. really amazing experience. Well, then afterwards, he texts me, and he goes, "And you're going to come to the Best Year Ever Blueprint in San Diego and in December? This was in October, and I'm like, December? I mean, it's." Is many people say, "All right, I don't have time to do that." <laughs> then I immediately shifted my thinking. I was like, "This man didn't even stop to think whether he had time to help me." Yeah. And I'm like, "I'm gonna go." Yeah. And I also became um, way more interested in the Miracle Morning. I read all his books. I yeah. I started kind of being a groupie. And the whole <laughs> idea of the Miracle Morning is. Are you familiar with Hello Rod the Miracle Morning?
1: I am, yeah. Yes.
2: Am. So yeah. the idea is to start your day. And that was well, and then the best the rest of the day will go better. And and there are the principles of that are, have been taught through ages, but he yep. set it up in a an acronym so that it's easy to remember. So it's the savers. So S is for silence or meditation, A is for affirmations, V is for visualization. E is for exercise, R is for reading, and then S is for scribing or journaling. And in endorsing my book as part of the reading component, because Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day is designed to be read every day, and he had The Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents. So it was a great, really huge endorsement, and it really made a huge impact. And then I was at Best Year of a Blueprint three years ago. I'm about ready to leave for the fourth one. And he and John Berghoff, his business partner, said, and we have this quantum leap mastermind. (laughs) And I just was like, I'm supposed to do this. So I jumped right in, used the same level of enthusiasm he did with me, and it's just changed everything. So I would say in the last few years, more impact from Hallow Rod in that community And that goes back to the personal development, actually. Business development, I certainly am happy to talk with you about where the mentors on that, but what really has made the most impact is focusing on personal development.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for that story. That's, um, you know, not only, it's just, it's incredible. Uh, So many people could have stopped. At any point along the way and and not made it like you did as far as that journey goes and meeting him and and then listening and and going to the event. And even though it's in December and and then there's a mastermind and, you know, just listening really, I think, to what to the to your gut or whatever it was, that voice inside was being like, yes, you got to do this. You need to do this. And that's, uh, you know, success leads fe- that's how successful people do it.
2: I felt like there was a reason why I met Hal Al Rod. And that's something yeah. that Hal says one of his affirmations are everything happens for a reason, and I get to choose the reason.
1: Yeah. So amazing. I
2: chose the reason. Yeah. Yeah. being that I was to be in community and relationship with him and now I'm very close to him I was one of the keynote speakers last uh, in, in 2018 at the Best Year a Blueprint I mean just things have just changed my yeah. life dramatically but I at first it was the the reaching out and taking some effort persistence to actually connect but then once I did to just go all in
1: yeah yeah that's great what when did you start the podcast? You have a podcast of your own, and uh, what what led you down that path?
2: So, as often happens, writing a book, "Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day," I started being a guest on other people's podcasts, and I saw the trajectory of book sales actually correlated <laughs> really nicely. And I'm like, "Oh, isn't that interesting?" <laughs> yeah. And I'm in sales, so I was like, "That's fascinating." If I had a podcast. I could then have amazing conversations with people at the same yeah. time would increase the, the sales potential. And my book, the book idea already had a format, if you will. So I was like, this is really incredible. It's like built in already a format for a podcast. And so it launched in October of uh, 2017 and is now over 200 plus episodes over a hundred thousand downloads. So it's taken on, but I I like to say my book asked for the podcast for its birthday because
1: <laughs>
2: the book is because the podcast is because there is a book, right? Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. That's incredible too, as well. And um, what's, what's the big vision for you? Like where are you headed? You know, I think championship leaders, they have, they have incredible vision and they're like, just what you've been talking about the whole way is, they're willing to execute on that vision as well. so you know mega agents, you got the five minute success series podcast and everything is is moving in the right direction like what what do you really want to accomplish with where you're headed and what you're doing?
2: So this came out of the best year ever blueprint TEDx talk I gave a okay. keynote talk I gave in December 2018 and that is the idea of time. So I hear for many people and successful people that there's not enough time. Mm. And so I did a talk about a flipping time. So Lazu said, time is a created thing. To say I don't have time is like saying I don't want to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Drilling down to why you don't want to, so why aren't you doing what you say you wanna do? Because time is the same for everybody. Yeah. And there are some people that accomplish a lot of things and they accomplish what they say they want to do. I, I listened to the gentleman who's the uh, the Navy SEAL and I'm like going, wow. I mean, it's so clearly it's the possibility is there. So what is it that stops people? So what I have found is that many people, they reach a level of success and then they look around and go what's left. And I think, have found that i think a lot of people it's because they're working their way up maslow's hierarchy of needs pyramid right so they're focusing yeah. on their physical needs and then they focus on the safety needs and then they focus on relationship needs or and then esteem needs and then they then they do self actualization so the idea of flipping time is to flip the pyramid and do self actualization first and this does uh, has many potential impacts one is you're probably going to be happier <laughs> because you're going yeah. to be doing what you wanted your call to be doing right um, i don't know if you're familiar with the hero's journey the heroine's journey and the joseph campbell and it's from mythology and just from a lot of um, movies uh, this yeah. idea is we're all in this journey right we're all yeah. in this call to adventure call to contribution call to creativity but many times we don't listen to that and we go do something else, or what other people think that we should be doing, mm-hmm. and so then that's where this regret later in life, or you know, wish she'd done a taken a different path. So the idea of of flipping it and putting it first, and what I found is is it can have it has the potential of having several different types of impact. One is. Back to you're going to be happier, more fulfilled, more productive if you're doing what you're called to do. So you will then be creating a positive impact on the people around you. Yeah. It could be like a ripple effect, like the, the throwing the pebble in the pond it could ripple out. It could be a snowball. It could build on itself. It could also be a domino where it, you, know, you just knock over one and everything else starts to fall into place so my my mission in life going forward is i because i back to the personal development is actually business development and success is going to follow people who are investing in themselves Mm -hmm. and so that's my my mission is help people see how they can do that and how it's not really about time
1: yeah i love it thank you it's an incredible uh Vision and, ha- and purpose to have is and I I love the uh, flipping flipping the uh, the hierarchy uh, on its uh, on its head right and and that's a that's an interesting concept I never thought about it that way so
2: yeah because um, a lot of people talk about time management and work yeah. life balance and I'm like yeah 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 throw all that out just
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> <100%. laughs> uh, yeah saying that you don't have time is the same thing as saying uh, that you just don't want to I love that yeah that's that's incredible so what's um what's what's a key moment for you inside of your life Uh, i always love asking this question like a defining moment where because there's so much that we can learn from these points in our life critical decisions that we've had uh, that could have had you you know being a a completely different place inside of your life but yet you are able to make the decision that you did in that moment that has you where you are today. Is there, is there one moment that really sticks out to you?
2: Absolutely. It was epiphany that I even had witnesses. <laughs> yeah. so, so I was in a coaching program because I had reached that point in my business. I was like, okay, I'm successful, but now what? And I was right. in this coaching program and we were on a retreat and we were supposed to share with the group what it was that was stopping us from doing what we said we wanted to do. And I, it was fascinating listening to the, your interview with the Navy SEAL. And he was saying, well, it's excuses. And I had all the excuses. Mostly they were time and money related. And I had this epiphany. Well, first of all, I'm self-employed. so (laughs) The only one stopping me is me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: And that became really empowering because I realized I could change me. Yeah. I was waiting for the market to change, Mm -hmm. you know, the people around me to change, the circumstances to change. And I was like, well, okay, nothing's changed, but (laughs) I'm still waiting for that. And so instead, I made the decision that I was gonna do what I said I wanted to do. And that made all the difference because now, whenever I have that moment, which, you know, I still do, I just move through, I move through the resistance faster. The resistance was really strong then. Now I, I push through it quicker, but that is an ongoing epiphany. But that first moment was the the defining moment.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. I love it. Yeah. Just uh, get out of your own way. And uh, everything is possible. So thank you so much for that. What are what are one or two things that you can leave with the listeners as we start to wrap this up? That, um, you know, if they were able to take and implement today, like they could move their life forward.
2: Well, so back to the five-minute success, start small and build up. Because yeah. that is has been proven in terms of habit formation. And, you know, that it's habits is what we repeatedly do yeah. rather than willpower or trying to have enough time and so Uh, i will say that if i can do it you can do it too and so start today
1: yeah yeah absolutely just do it let's go thank you so much what what are some ways that they could they can find out more about you about your book about your podcast everything that you have going on today
2: Well, practically everything is the number five-minute success. So it's easy to remember the website, the Facebook page and group, Instagram, all of those social media uh, platforms, as well as the podcast is the number five-minute success. And then the books are all available on Amazon, Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, Commit to Get Leads, 66-Day Challenge, as well as Flip Time, Love Life. And if you want bulk quantity, quantities, reach out to me on the website or I really Google Karen Briscoe and you pretty much find me. And if you <laughs> want to buy or sell a house in the DMV, in the DMV. You can help with that too.
1: <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much. We'll get all that linked up for sure. That's, so it's easy to find for the listeners. And uh, I really appreciate you being here and taking some time out of your day. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Nate. And here's to your success.
1: Thank you.
0: 5 and oh 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. Marriage has never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader.